This podcast is sponsored by the Social Enterprise and Crowdfunding Conference. Learn more at secfc.co. Hello, everyone. This is Devin Thorpe, a Forbes contributor covering social entrepreneurship and impact investing. And we're fortunate to have with us a remarkable person that has been really making a huge difference for children all around the world over the last 15 years. Uh, the Chief Programs Officer of Smile Train, which has now done over 1 million cleft palate uh, repairs. Uh, over the last 15 years, uh, Satish Kalra. Satish, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Devin. Well, it's really our honor and privilege, and I appreciate you making the time to be here. I hope you'll tell us a little bit about how you got started in this remarkable effort. Devin, I came from the corporate world. I spent 37 years in the for-profit world, making myself busy with mundane things like quarterly dividends, earnings per share, EBITDA, and the like. <laughs> and then I thought I'd done enough of that, and I wanted to do something different. That's when I met people from Smile Train, and they were all business people like me. And they said we want to prove to the world and to ourselves that to deliver a social benefit, you need good management more than good intentions. I'm not so sure about my intentions, but I had plenty of management experience. So we thought, let's see how we can leverage that. And we did. That's a remarkable approach to uh, solving a social problem. And was it in the early days that you came on your, you came upon or developed your model? I, I think it's important for people to quickly understand, and maybe this is the place to interject, but, uh, there's a, an organization that many in the U.S. are familiar with called uh, Operation Smile, a great organization that does similar things in trying to repair uh, cleft palates uh, in the developing world. How would you compare and contrast Smile Train's work with Operation Smile? Well, we work in the same domain. I greatly admire the work they do, but we are not competitors. We help cleft children. The big difference is we work on a completely different model. They take medical missions to developing countries, team of doctors, equipment, everything is carried. They go and operate children with cleft lips and cleft palates. Whereas our model is completely different. We work only with local doctors. This is really predicated on that old Chinese saying, teach a man how to fish. So we are not delivering fish, we are teaching them to how to fish. So we work with local doctors, we identify hospitals, we identify surgeons that will work with us. We identify the shortcomings, whether in equipment, facilities, learning, training, we make good those shortcomings, bring them up to standard, and then let them operate on cleft children 365 days a year, not during missions. And that's what has accounted for a million surgeries in 15 years, whereas 
I'm not sure about the figures, but I think Operation Smile has done something like 200,000 in 31 years. And our model is also more cost effective. We don't spend money on airfares, carting equipment around the world. Yeah. Most importantly, we create the pride of ownership in these communities. These communities are very proud that they are taking care of their own. We've always said that the problems of Bangladesh can only be solved by Bangladeshis, not by a group of Americans flying in twice a year. And that gives them a sense of pride, a sense of ownership. And that's what, that's where the big difference lies. I think in, in the United States, we have relatively little exposure to this, this issue because uh, I, I, I think, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm thinking we have a lower occurrence of cleft palates because of better nutrition in the developed world. And then, of course, when a child is born with a cleft palate, that is surgically repaired routinely at a very young age. And so we don't encounter this, but in, in much of the developing world with poor nutrition and, and uh, lower access, this is a bigger problem, isn't it? No, it isn't. Evan, that's actually not correct at all. Well, I'm glad you're here to correct me. The incidence of cleft births is the same in California as it is in Bangladesh. It just so happens that Bangladesh has more people, more children born, and therefore more clefts. A cleft lip is a sort of a Russian roulette game that Mother Nature plays. Roughly one in 700 children are born with a cleft of the lip or palate everywhere. The big difference is that a child born with a cleft in this country is first expected. Sonography makes sure that the mother or the parents know that a child is going to be born with a cleft lip. But more importantly, there are resources, money, medical skills, hospitals, surgeons to take care of the problem. So the child gets a cleft repaired and moves on in life. In fact, this is one of the most easily correctable birth defects. In this country, it's an inconvenience, whereas in a poor country, you have none of the above. These children stay unoperated, and an unoperated cleft is really a life sentence of shame, isolation, and deprivation. And that's what Smile Trend is out to correct. It seems that some children with cleft palates, it's, it's more than a um, cosmetic issue. It is also uh, a health issue in that uh, some children with a cleft uh, struggle to eat, uh, may struggle to uh, even breathe, or, uh, and of course may struggle to talk. Uh, so the implications can be pretty dire, can't they? Absolutely. In fact, a cleft affects a person at three levels. The first and the most obvious is the physiological level. When the cleft palate, when the palate is open, it is exposed to the breathing equipment of the human body. 
when they drink milk or when they try to eat something, it comes out through their nose. They get middle ear infections that affects their hearing. They cannot eat properly, they cannot hear properly. When they don't hear properly, they can't learn properly. And a lot of people think that they are retarded. At a social level, it causes a tremendous sense of isolation. They carry this grotesque deformity on their faces. That leads to social exclusion. The families are ashamed of them. Other children will not play with them. They cannot go to school. They cannot join the mainstream of society. They cannot learn. They cannot get a job. They don't get married. They can't raise a family. And the most important thing is these people suffer from a huge amount of you know, lack of self-esteem. Everybody looks at them with a glance with, with eyes of pity. Say, oh my God. People just look away. Right. And all this totally unnecessarily. Our task has been to tell everyone in the world that this is a treatable deformity. It's a correctable deformity. And it can be corrected safely with total quality and totally free if you come to a smile train center. And that's actually been one of our biggest challenges. So what is the, uh, how many uh, surgeries did your organization perform in 2013? About 127,000. That's remarkable, in one year. Absolutely. And in how many countries are you now operating? Over 80. Wow. Wow, so, so there are kids all around the world getting help through your organization. But how, how are you financing Smile Train? Well, thanks to good donors. We have wonderful donors, wonderful supporters that help us. We have 2.3 million donors in this country that sustain this program. And this program would never have been possible without their generosity and their support. But we also get funds from other countries. We do a good amount of fundraising in the United Kingdom. We were also starting to fundraise in India and hopefully we'll probably extend it to five or six other countries before this year is out. So that's how we do this. Well it is just remarkable work uh, and what kinds of fundraising activities are you conducting in order to raise this money? At various levels we have direct mail, we interact with individuals, with corporates, with foundations. And we get the message across that cleft is a serious problem if left untreated. There's no reason why a child should grow up like that. Smile Train offers a solution to this problem that's both cost effective and timely. Come help us. Here is a surgery that is Immediate, the transformation is quick and it impacts not just the child, it affects the whole family and the community. It has what you call a ripple effect. You drop a pebble and the ripples spread out. It eases life for the mother, it helps the family, and it helps communities. It seems like uh, that the 
the money people are giving you gets highly leveraged. That there's really a big impact uh, because the, uh, the the surgeries you're doing are are low cost, and there's a and the impact of the surgery is long lasting and significant on on more than just one individual. Absolutely, Devin. Look at it this way: a child operated for his cleft goes to school, learns a trade gets a job, gets married, starts spending, starts earning, becomes an economic a member of the economy. He starts paying taxes, he starts spending money, he becomes a customer, adds to the well-being of the society that he lives in. So it has a ripple effect that goes right through. An unrepaired cleft not only keeps the person out of the economic mainstream, it's also an economic burden on the family. The mother cannot go to work because she has to look after someone with a cleft. So it's really a no-brainer. Well, uh, Satish, before we wrap up, how can people engage with you? How can they learn more? How can they support you? Where, where would you direct them? Well, the first thing I would say is every time you come across a child with a cleft lip, don't look away. A lot of us have a tendency to say, not my problem. Don't look away. Help the person. Another way to help us is by to help us financially, support us. We would never be able to do what we are doing, what we've done without the generous support of our donors. I'm, I very frequently say that we are like the U.S. Post Office. The donors give the money, the surgeons do the surgery. We just make sure that the money gets transferred with no loss or no pilferage along the way and it's used in the most cost-effective manner. So help us, spread the word, talk to your communities, tell your friends and neighbors that here's an organization that's trying to solve one small problem in its own way. Fantastic. Well, Satish, I really do appreciate you taking the time to uh, be with us today. What uh, What is the website that people should visit to w learn more about SmileTrain? www.smiletrain.org. That yeah. has answers to most questions. And if you still have any questions, if any of your viewers has any questions, please send me an email. My email address is there. I always respond to all emails including spam. <laughs> okay. Satish, thank you very much. I appreciate all your good work. Thank you so much, Devin, for having me. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank all right. You. Let's do some good. Thank you. This is Devin Thorpe. Thank you for joining me today for this podcast, which was recorded during a live broadcast of this interview via Google Hangouts on Air. A video recording of the interview is available at youtube.com slash devonthorpe. You can learn more about the work of the Your Mark on the World Center at yourmarkontheworld.com. The one-of-a-kind social enterprise and crowdfunding conference on September 26th at the spectacular Snowbird Resort near Salt Lake City will bring together leaders from across the country 
in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. Register before May 31st for just $45 at secfc.co. The roster of speakers will include Rodney Sampson, author of Kingonomics, Francis Batista, the leading animal rights advocate, and other luminaries. See the full list of speakers at secfc.co. Social entrepreneurs attending the conference will have the opportunity to pitch real investors at the conference. Nonprofit leaders will also be given an opportunity to make a pitch for microgrants and to conduct a one-day crowdfunding campaign during the event. Learn more and register at secfc.co.